You're listening to the Employment Rights Online podcast, where we discuss everything employment rights and the job. Hi everyone, I hope you're having as positive an Employment Rights Week as you can. This week, as we start to move back into employment proper, we're going to look at the 10 different types of time off work that you need to know about. Time off work is one of the most contested areas of a worker's working life. And the reasons for this are because a lot of employers and most workers are not fully aware of the different types of leave, nor are they aware of the entitlement criteria that surrounds that leave. And because of this, workers lose out on legal entitlement. In 2019, for example, the Trades Union Congress, more commonly known as the TUC, conducted their own research, which found that 2 million workers were missing out on paid holiday leave every year. With the main reason workers gave for not being able to take their leave being attributed to unrealistic workloads or the employer not approving their leave requests, and also employers not keeping up to date with the law. Early in 2020, another piece of research conducted by Unpaid Britain found that UK workers miss out on almost £9.5 billion a year in paid holidays, with agency workers bearing the brunt of this amount to the tune of £4.5 billion per year, closely followed by atypical workers, like agency workers or temporary workers, who miss out on a hefty £3.1 billion worth of paid holidays. The findings from both pieces of research attributed this serious state of affairs where as many as 1 in 14 workers from a working population of about 32 million. The attributing of this state of affairs was found to be the absence of a state agency responsible for enforcing pay legislation. Where there isn't much research is in how workers fare in the other eight statutory areas of paid leave. So this week starts a series of podcasts which will go into each area of statutory leave and the entitlement to that leave to give you the information you need to check your own entitlement. This week we'll have a light touch introduction to the area And then in the next podcasts going forward, we'll delve into each leave area in more detail. Now, there are nine types of statutory paid and unpaid leave that you need to know about, which are very different to annual leave, which is the most common leave that most employees and workers are aware of. All types of leave are available to employees, but only some of the areas of leave are available to workers. Ultimately, 
It is in your contract of employment or your contract of engagement that will tell you which leave you're entitled to. We all know how that works. And that's why we've got £9.5 billion worth of unpaid holidays just in annual leave. So the first area of leave to look at is in annual leave because that's where we started. All workers are legally entitled to 5.6 weeks of paid leave per year, which includes bank holidays. This is the statutory minimum. If you work full time for a full year, you cannot receive less than this amount of leave. If you work part time, then you receive what's called a pro rata rate of annual leave that must give you the equivalent holidays to the hours that you work. And currently, including bank holidays, 5.6 weeks of leave equates to about 28 days. So you can't receive any less than this. The second area of leave is what's called coronavirus annual leave. In April 2020, the government introduced temporary legislation allowing employees and workers to carry over up to four weeks paid holiday into their next two holiday leave years. The temporary law recognises that if employees and workers are affected by coronavirus conditions, such as, for example, self-isolation, or being too sick to take holidays before the end of the leave year, or having to continue working because of the needs of the business, which prevents you from taking your holiday leave, the temporary law recognises that you should not lose that holiday. And because of this, you will have up to two years to use any holidays that you haven't been able to use because of the impact of coronavirus. And that can go up to four weeks paid holiday. The third area of leave is adoption leave. Adoption leave works similar to maternity leave and is available for parents who are adopting children and can only be taken by one parent. The parent is entitled to 26 weeks of ordinary paid leave and 26 weeks of additional leave, which is unpaid, which can start up to 14 days before the child starts living with you. If you're adopting from overseas, the leave can start on the day the child arrives in the UK or within 28 days of the child arriving in the UK. And you can also get paid time off for up to five appointments linked to your adoption process once you have been matched with your child. The fourth area of leave is dependent leave. Employees can take emergency leave to deal with dependents. Now, a dependent can be a child, a grandchild, a spouse, a parent or anyone who is dependent on you for full time care. There is no legal amount of time you can take off, but the employer is expected to allow you enough time off to deal with the emergency. Legally, your employer does not have to pay you when you're off, but you should check your contract of employment or your contract of engagement to see how that dependent leave will work for you. The fifth area of leave is maternity leave. Like adoption leave, 
women can take up to 52 weeks maternity leave a year, broken up as 26 weeks ordinary maternity leave, which is usually paid, and 26 weeks additional maternity leave, which is usually unpaid. The sixth area of leave is paternity leave. Expectant fathers can take up to two weeks off within 56 days of the birth of their child. Paternity leave can't be taken after 56 days. So if you miss it, then it's gone, unfortunately. The weeks can be taken together or separately and are paid weeks off work. The seventh area of leave is public bank holidays. Employment law does not state that public holidays should be given as additional holidays to employees. And this is why they're included in the 5.6 weeks of annual statutory leave that everyone is entitled to. Now, every company operates differently when it comes to public holidays. Public holidays can either be additional paid holidays if they're not in your contract to be worked or they'll be treated as ordinary working days if public holidays are not recognised as special days that you should be paid for. The eighth area of leave is shared parental leave. Employees who have had a baby or an adopted child are also entitled to an additional 52 weeks of paid leave. The rules for accessing this leave can be quite complex since there are two different types of entitlement. There is shared parental leave and statutory shared parental leave, each of which runs after the child's mother has ended maternity leave, adoption leave or has ended receipt of maternity allowance or maternity pay. Any paid maternity leave which has already been taken will be deducted from shared parental leave since this leave is also paid and double payments are not permitted. So again, this leave can be quite complex, which is why in a future podcast we'll provide more detail on how this type of leave works. The ninth area of paid leave is sick leave. This leave entitles you to payment when you're too ill to attend work. If you're ill for more than seven days, you will require a fit note from your GP in order for you to be paid. And that fit note should indicate to your employer when you will be fit to return to work. Additionally, if you're ill just before or during your annual leave, then your sick leave can be substituted for your annual leave and your annual leave should be returned to you. But of course, you have to inform your employer of this so that you can make that request. And finally, the 10th area of leave is other types of unpaid and paid leave. Your employer can agree to other time off, such as paid and unpaid time off to perform public and civic duties or training leave or time off for trade union activities. Sabbaticals and other forms of leave can take the form of paid leave or unpaid time off. There's no statutory law that says that these types of leave must be paid. However, 
the matter of payment is at your employer's discretion and there are different rules governing each type of leave. So again, you'll have to look at your contract of employment or your contract of engagement to check your entitlement as to whether you're entitled to be paid for other types of leave. And that's it for this week. This week, we've looked at 10 areas of leave that employees and workers are entitled to. Those areas are annual leave, coronavirus annual leave, adoption leave, dependent leave, maternity leave, paternity leave, public holidays, shared parental leave, sick leave, and finally, other types of paid or unpaid leave. Next week, we'll begin delving into these areas in more detail. For now, if you feel you've been denied the right to one of the forms of leave mentioned, the first thing you might need to do is to submit a complaint or a grievance to ask your employer to look at the issue. To help you with this, included in the podcast notes for this episode are some grievance letter templates that you can use to help you write that letter. Just scroll down to the bottom of the show notes and press the see more button and you'll see some live links that will take you to the grievance letter templates and some other useful information. Now, We're hoping that you can find something useful in this episode that you can work with. And if you do, remember to let others know that we are here by sharing our content and leaving us a review about the podcast on iTunes or anywhere else where you're listening and where you can leave a review. We would love to know what you think. For now, we'll be here next week where we'll delve into another podcast dealing with everything about employment rights on your job explained in a common sense way. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next week. Bye for now.